With 144 million Americans now living in states that have regulated cannabis, we're gonna ask the question, what happens in a looming recession to the cannabis industry? Is it gonna sink or float? We're gonna dive into that coming up. It's only entertainment. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. Rhode Island was added recently last month when the governor signed into legislation legalizing recreational dual-use cannabis in the state, adding the total population to 144 million. That's about 43% of the U.S. population. If the states that regulated cannabis currently were to form their own country, it would be, in terms of population, the 10th largest country in the world and only slightly smaller than Russia. So the cannabis industry is huge, but the economy is also declining. So heading towards a recession. So if that happens, what happens to the cannabis industry? Maybe a couple of things that uh, might happen a little bit different maybe than the last time when the market dropped and came right back, sort of like a V-shaped recovery one of the fastest recoveries in history. This time might be a little bit different due to a couple of reasons, one being inflation. So cannabis executives are pointing to rising inflation, which tends to curb consumer purchases, as well as the lack of progress that DC is making for federal reform. A lot of that momentum for federal legalization pushed cannabis stocks up since it's come back down. And with the price, really cannabis is one of those only um, thing you're seeing with deflationary pressure, putting uh pressure uh, down on prices, whereas everything else is going up. Um, people that are speculating on housing and that's going up. It's also the um, overprinting of the dollar. We, we don't need to get into all of that, but quantitative easing was overprinting and there was just taking more currency to buy the same goods and services. That's really part of the, the overall problem. Uh, but we won't get into the weeds with that. One of the other things that you can point to for the decrease in purchasing and sales and everything that's been across the board for probably the last year is that some of the newer markets, limited license states, um, you know, think of uh, New Jersey or New York, Arizona, Florida. So they'll have higher wholesale prices, less competitive landscape. Uh, and then industry officials said that companies in those states are better positioned to weather a downturn than operators in more mature markets like Colorado, Oregon, Washington State. Uh, but there's uh, an overproduction. Let's think of Oklahoma and the 7,500 licenses. There's a lot uh, of redundancies there. I wrote an article last year about vice stocks, a sin not to have in your portfolio. Um, you should read it. It's a little bit of a clickbait title there, but basically running down is that um, having stocks like this can pr protect your portfolio during economic uncertainty within SIN stocks, SIN being a tobacco, alcohol, gambling, uh, and so on. Um, talks about social responsible investing and in, uh, environmental social governance stocks come at a cost. And we kind of explain why uh, they're kind of fading out. In fact, um, Kathy Wood just got rid of one of her portfolios, terrible returns on it. Sinstock benefits in addition to becoming recession-proof for generating strong and consistent earnings and having limited competition. And then historical evidence about the performance supports Sinstock's higher alpha 
and their underperformance is from the shun stock hypothesis. So a lot of people say, no, we're not investing in that. We don't want to invest in, you know, sin. They have a sin clause. But then when a recession hits, uh, all of these, you know, sin stocks like cannabis are sitting there undervalued and people will scoop them up. Uh, not to get too political, but it's kind of like Biden going into Venezuela and buying oil from Maduro, who was evil just a moment ago. But when the demand goes down because Putin is more evil, then we got to go to Venezuela. And, you know, anyways, it's sort of the cleanest, dirty shirt in the room where during a recession, you're going to try to find the best return, no matter what it is, whether it's oil or a cannabis or otherwise, people will just look for that return. So if you want more of an in-depth analysis, take a look at Vice Stocks, a sin not to have in your portfolio. One of the people quoted in MJ Business Daily said that taking into account uh, the industry is still relatively young, so it's hard to know whether or not it is indeed recession proof. But if you look at spirits tobacco industry as an anecdotal guideline, they've experienced fairly steady demand during recessions. Cannabis executives, for the most part, crossing their fingers. If you don't produce what uh, the people want, <clears throat> eventually they're going to go somewhere else. I think they're going to want more healthy items. You can see that in the decreased amount of people drinking um, pop, even though energy drinks are through the roof, coffee's through the roof, the amount of milk, the amount of soda is down. Uh, and I think people want kind of a, a healthier option, but we'll have to wait and see. Looking at you know 2020, when the recession hit in March and dropped, what, 30% the market, stock market dropped, um, that didn't really impact the economy initially, but then we had this kind of delayed response. So with that, the cannabis industry was thriving. People were staying at home, definitely eating a lot more edibles. They had stimulus checks, but we had issues with everything else being locked down, shut down, uh, and the whole impact from the supply chains and uh, still having issues with getting any kind of parts. This article goes on to say that cannabis keeps getting cheaper, but it's to the detriment of the businesses trying to make a profit selling it. And yet people are doing a lot of different stuff now. People are going to have to make different choices in how they allocate their finite funds. Speaking about just the, the inflationary pressures and how people are struggling right now financially. We've seen a lot of altruistic people not paying themselves or uh, not taking a salary. And eventually they're probably just going to get out of the game, try to sell their licenses or just cut their losses because it's going to take a long time, probably 10 years uh, for some of these people to feel like they're going to be moving in any direction. There's going to be a lot of stagnant growth. So there's already an overabundance of producers in some states and manufacturers, brands. There's over 1,700 brands in Washington uh, or SKUs, at least the products. And maybe there's too many stores. You can drive from the hit up you know, 15 stores in 20 minutes in multiple locations in Western Washington and Seattle. So maybe there's too many stores, too many farmers, you know, which means there's going to be a lot of consolidation. Um, definitely would anticipate that. I've been saying that for a long time. But long story short, people do keep to their vices, but with the amount of inflation, this is different. This is like 40 years different and uh, how expensive things are. So people are really cutting back and or just eliminating some vices entirely. So that part is different. 
prices are gonna have to come down on the retail side and yet uh, everything that they're doing on the back end uh, with inventory is all increasing in price. So those margins get squeezed even more. Ultimately, it just amounts to a lot of consolidation. In the end, the industry will be alive and well, doing just fine, um, but it will definitely change the landscape. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Cannabis Health Radio is a podcast about stories from people around the world who have used cannabis to deal with serious ailments, many of them life-threatening. My name is Ian Jessup. My co-host, Corey Elland, is no stranger to the devastating emotional impact faced by so many people receiving a death sentence diagnosis from a doctor. Told she only had months to live with anal canal cancer, Corey researched and immediately began using cannabis oil to eliminate her cancer and has been cancer-free for more than a decade. She told herself that if it worked, she would spend the rest of her life helping others, which she does tirelessly every day. When you listen to our podcast, you'll hear many stories like Corey's, along with others who have used cannabis oil for many more ailments besides cancer, such as chronic pain, PTSD, MS, and many, many more. As one of our guests said, your podcast gave me the confidence to save my own life. We regularly get messages from listeners who have heard our podcast and use cannabis to solve a serious health issue of their own or that of a loved one. We hope you listen to these stories and be as inspired and moved as we are with each and every episode.